Hello, listeners from close and far. I'm Scotty, one of your hosts of the Diving Deep podcast. And I'm John. Yeah, this, this is John. So this used to be the One Jump podcast, which became a failure. So after literally almost a year of being idle, I brought it back with a co-host because the one thing, the reason it didn't work out the first time is because I felt trapped almost talking to just myself. So here we are. Now I'm here. Yeah. Take a listen. Introduce yourself, John. Uh, I'm John Bird. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. He's not wrong. I don't know. So anyway. today we decided we're going to talk about WandaVision Episode 5. Uh, expect us to get off topic. Uh, I don't see how long we can go by just talking about one thing for however long. But, mm-hmm. John, what did you what do you think of the episode? All right. It was in... I think this one was, I definitely agree, one of the best episodes mm-hmm. out of all of them. Uh, I think the ending was probably the most shocking for me and probably yeah. for a lot of other Marvel people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the ending for this episode was absolutely insane. Seeing Evan Peters as Quicksilver show up at the, the door. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had no clue what to even think. Yeah. It was it broke a lot of boundaries that I thought wouldn't have been broken. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think it's multiverse. I don't think they're going there yet. Yeah. I think it's more... Like, a, because it's a sitcom, I think the whole thing's just a reference to recastings. Mm-hmm. And I think that Evan Peters is going to end up playing a different character by the end of the show. Uh, probably a villain, but he's just disguised as Quicksilver right now. Oh, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. I I honestly don't know what to think, at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It's it was so weird when I saw him at the door. I saw the like the, you know, the hair, and mm-hmm. I was like, that doesn't really look like Aaron Taylor Johnson, but it probably is. But then like Darcy reacts, and then what you see on Wanda's face, that's not Aaron Taylor Johnson because Evan Peters. It was Beautiful. my jaw dropped at three forty in the three forty in the morning. Man, I watched that last night with my parents, and I kind of freaked out, and mm-hmm. none of them knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was I cool. literally just watched all the X-Men movies for the first time in the last two weeks. So this th- that, to me, was awesome. Now, speaking of the X-Men movies, what, do, what, what X-Men movie do you think is the best? Uh, I don't know. I, I like the first two. The mm-hmm. first... Uh, and then... For me, it kind of got crazy and was hard for me to follow along. But like, yeah. I it's not that I didn't like it. It was it was still very good to me. I think the first one's like okay. I think it hasn't held up the greatest. Oh yeah, uh, probably. two was really good. My favorite by far is Days of Future Past. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. I think that might be in my top three favorite superhero movies of all time now. Oh, only beat by probably The Dark Knight and Spider Man Two. Dark Knight can't go wrong. Yeah, I can't go wrong with the Dark Knight or Sam Raimi Spider Man, but yeah, the X Men movies are really good. Oh yeah, or some of them very inconsistent, mm-hmm. but <laughs> very, especially the Last Stand. I think is my least favorite by far. What do you think of uh, Wolverine? That movie. I actually I didn't watch the Wolverine trilogy. Uh... I watched like the main. I watched the seven main movies, so like X Men, X Two, Last Stand, First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. Uh, the only one that I can safely say I disliked was The Last Stand. 
I know people love to hate on Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix. I thought they were okay. Like, not amazing by any means, but not mm. terrible either. Yeah. I don't really remember Dark Phoenix at all. Is that when Jean goes insane? Well, Jean goes insane twice. She goes insane first in The Last Stand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then again in Dark Phoenix. Wait, so... Which one's the one where Logan's trying to get to her and, like, his... Fl- like That's in The Last out? Stand. Oh, okay. Dark Phoenix was the one that came out, like, last year. Or two years ago now, technically. Uh, I think uh, I remember watching that. Yeah, that the, it ends on, like, the hu- on like a huge train fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's an interesting movie. It, I know it. lots of people, like, really hate it, but mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's whatever. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It is what it is. So, do you think with Quicksilver mm-hmm. showing up in WandaVision, if it is multiverse... Do you think this opens up the door for other X-Men cast members to come in? Possibly. Um, because... Yeah. Or you, you, go, you go. Oh, wait. Oh. Uh, I would like Hugh Jackman, although I know he's not... Like, I think... Oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's done. If uh, if any of them were to come back, he was, like, the least likely. Yeah. He's the only one. That I think... I could see some of the cast members from, like, the newer movies coming back. So, like, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, maybe... As well as, like, Nicholas Holt uh, mm-hmm. as Beast, Ty Sheard as Cyclops, or Sophie Turner as Phoenix, or Jean Grey. I could see them coming back, but, like, I couldn't see Hugh Jackman or Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen. That's so sad to me. I know. Because even though I haven't seen Logan, everyone who has seen it just says it's such a great finale. So I'd oh. hate to see them, like, ru- quote, ruin that by bringing these characters in, even if it's through the multiverse and stuff. Mm-hmm. Logan was really good. I think mm-hmm. it was like darker than any X Men movie before. Yes, it was. It's the only rated R one, correct? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was it was intense. And like the last moment of that movie was it was really mm-hmm. heartbreaking. But yeah, I I I've seen clips of it. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially yeah, that last scene. I I've oh wait, seen. can we? Is it yeah spoilers right? No, yeah, we said we said spoilers for Wandavision. So. <sighs> We yeah. won't do it for this. We'll be quiet. Mm-hmm. I already okay, so back to WandaVision. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this episode outside of Evan Peters? Uh, I thought it was pretty good how like Vision was finding out things, but I also thought yes. that was kind of weird. Like That, I think, was the best part of the episode other than the ending. Uh, seeing Vision actually get upset for once, as he has always, ever since he's been introduced, been the common collected guy. Mm-hmm. So to watch him, like, unleash all his anger uh, on Wanda at the end of the episode was really cool. Mm-hmm. It was... It's... I don't remember. It... Yeah. It's also his scene with Norm in the workplace. Like, when he... Oh, that was really good. So he just uh, unleashes Norm's actual personality, and, and he finds, like, what Wanda's doing to these people, and it's terrible. Like, she's becoming a villain. Mm-hmm. I think when all is said and done, she'll have been the villain of the show. Yeah, I think that's got to be it. Like, I think they're going to bring in an actual villain. But I do think that she will be the villain by the end. Because you can already see the way she was, uh, what she did with Sword, how she turned all their guns to point at the director. Oh, let's talk about the director. I do not like him. Neither do I. There's something off with the the director of Sword. Mm Mm-hmm. Just the way he, he views Wanda as a terrorist, which automatically shows his interest. You know, he wants them to take the shot immediately. He wants to kill her. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. I think he's hiding something, too. And I think that either he will die by the end of the show or Monica will turn on him. Mm-hmm. Something's got to... Yeah, because he's kind of mm. like a... Who's the general in, like, the Incredible Hulk movie? Oh, uh, Ross. It kind of reminds me of that where, like... Yes. They're looking for a monster, but, like, mm. she's more than a monster. Yeah, exactly. But in the scene when they showed us... uh how she broke into sword to steal the body. Oh, yeah. that, was... that was really good, too, because Paul Bettany actually talked about in an interview, like, last week. That was supposed to be the post-credit... That was supposed to be a post-credit scene for Endgame, but they cut it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanda oh. stealing Vision's body. It was supposed yeah. to be uh, an, an Endgame cutscene. That's deep. Yeah. Oh, I think that I, I think that actually would have taken away from the power of the ending of the movie, because there was no post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually happy they cut it and left it as part of the show's narrative. Yeah, yeah. That does seem better. What, 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 what else is on your mind right now? I don't know if Vision... So, Vision is dead. Yeah. But, like, is it... She's, hit, I don't know. It's weird. She, I think she's using his corpse and is using... like that's, that's his corpse. And she's using her magic to make it look like he's still alive. Because mm-hmm. we saw that shot at the end of episode four where he was just a corpse. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, and I don't think that was her, like, pretending it was the corpse. I think that is what he actually looks like. But she's using her magic to falsify that illusion. Mm-hmm. It was also interesting to me of how Vision is, like, becoming aware that it's not yes. real. It's like, because if he's dead, then that has to be some part of Wanda's conscience yeah. uh, telling her to, like, break out. No, I think he is going to break out of Westview. Oh. You can already see, I, I, you can already like tell with his behavior that he, he, you know, he doesn't remember anything before. He doesn't remember Thanos or the Avengers. Uh, he he knows nothing. So I think probably soon in episode six or seven he's going to break out of Westview, and I think he'll survive and he'll only die when the illusion breaks. Oh, uh, I see. So I think he'll be able to survive as long as Wanda is still in Westview. That's my theory. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Westview, like, she might expand territory, like, at some point? No. I think... Did you see the way she used her magic on the barrier when she, uh, after she interfered with the sword? Yeah. I think she's going to be charging up the barrier until it's going to explode at the end of the season. Whoa. Because with some of the stuff we've seen in the trailers, like, in the second trailer, I think... We saw a shot of the barrier, and it was, like, completely red. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, like, moving and stuff. So I think it's all going to, like, build up to the barrier exploding. I don't really have a ton of information back of that, though, uh-huh. other than the one trailer shot. Mm-hmm. What was... Oh, the, uh, Geraldine. No, not Geraldine. Monica what's Rambo? The... No, what's the, uh... It's the lady that always walks in. It's my favorite character mm-hmm. of the show i don't remember her name at all agnes like, oh agnes yeah agnes yes i think she, i think she's up to something too mm-hmm. i don't trust her at all because i saw something about like there's something called like agnes the witch or something from like marvel comics agatha harkness oh yeah she is a witch in the comics who's known to interfere with wanda and if you know if you stretch out the name agnes you can easily get to agatha harkness Whoa. and i also think that her husband might be the villain because oh, yeah. we have we have never seen her husband, mm-hmm. and uh, she talks about like darkness and re- related to him sometimes, and I don't, and uh, 
the children only age when she's around. Oh, that is another good point. Mm-hmm. You know, when they were children, she was there. Or, like, when they were the babies. Then they went mm-hmm. from 5 to 10, she brought them to the doghouse. And then when Wanda stopped them from aging into teenagers because the dog died, who found the dog? Agnes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a good point. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, an actor. Like, how she, like, Yeah, like, can she take it from the top? Yeah. That's Another me. thing I think, or I want to talk about, do you think the kids will survive? Because they make it a point in the episode to tell us that the children are Wanda's creation. They're not an mm-hmm. illusion. Yeah. Um, it's hard to tell. Yeah. It's like... I think they will survive. Yeah, I think they might. I think after the illusion breaks, uh, Tommy and Billy will still be alive. Mm-hmm. Because I think they're, they're trying to set up Young Avengers. Uh, uh, and Tommy and Billy are parts of the Young Avengers. So, cause I mm-hmm. think... Uh, instead of like doing Avengers five, six, seven, I think they're gonna do a trilogy on the new Avengers on the Young Avengers, because they're introducing Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye show. Mm-hmm. Tommy and Billy are Wiccan and Speed. Cassie Lang just got recast for Ant Man three for Ant Man three. Uh, I could see them trying to take her into like a superhero route because uh, she is yeah. a superhero in the comics named Stature. So that's, that's four members right there, and I'm sure they can throw in some others. As well, oh, yeah, they could like just yeah. So no, we never really Hawkeye had that thirty second cameo in Thor before the Avengers. The Incredible Hulk has just been completely disregarded. Yeah. So they yeah. So they can th- if they were to do a new Avengers show or movie, they could easily take one or two characters that we haven't really met yet and bring them in. Mm-hmm. Do you think the general from Incredible Hulk will become Red Hulk at some point, or do you think that's like a? I really want thing? him to become Red Hulk eventually. Yeah. But I think it's it's too it's been too long. Mm-hmm. William Hurt is like eighty now. Oh jeez. I think let, let, let me check that. Oh, he's, he's seventy. He's seventy. Oh. So they could still go the Red Hulk route, but I think it's too late. Yeah. If they were, I think it would happen in the She Hulk show. Oh, they're making a She Hulk. Yeah, they're making a She Hulk show. Oh, uh, dope. And Mark Ruffalo is in that. He's going to be in that. And uh, Tim Roth is going to come back as the Abomination from Incredible oh, yeah. Hulk. So I think if they were, it's being clear that's like been going to be a Hulk family show almost. That's going to be the Red Hulk wouldn't be that that big of a stretch. Yeah, and they could also include Hulkling in there as well because Hulkling is a member of the Young Avengers. Who's Hulkling? I don't think I've ever heard of that I've, before. I haven't heard of Hulkling that much either, but I know Hulkling's a member of the Young Avengers in the comics. Ooh. So if they're making a show about... You know, that has She-Hulk, the Hulk, Abomination, possibly Red Hulk, you can mm-hmm. throw him in there as well. That's five different Hulk-type creatures. Yeah, that'd be... Mm. That'd be intense. Now, she's also a lawyer, She-Hulk, so I think if they want to bridge Daredevil oh, into yeah. the MCU again... He's probably going to show up in Spider-Man three, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't think they're going to hop into like a season four or a reboot immediately. So I could see him showing up in Spider-Man three, and then an appearance in She-Hulk because they're both lawyers, and then after that, Daredevil season four, or a rebooted version of the show. That would be interesting. I'd like to see that. I think because mm-hmm. in so in the investors meeting that happened back in December where they started giving up details on lots of the shows. 
Kevin Feige brought up how she's gonna like there will be other lawyers appearing in the show, and who else other than Matt Murdock is a f- uh, a famous lawyer in Marvel Comics other than you know him and She Hulk. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be, I think, uh, like that actor who plays him. I don't know Charlie his name. Charlie Cox. He does just a phenomenal job at it, and I think mm-hmm. him inside like the Marvel universe or part of like the cinema the greater mcu yeah would mm-hmm. just be beautiful you know what i just found out last week what he's british didn't know i didn't know that either i saw like an interview for the show or something about it and it said british actor charlie cox and i was like wait Whoa. he's british i now need to listen to him talk in a british accent because all i'm hearing right now is an american accent yeah so, I mean, speaking of Daredevil, Spider-Man Three. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you know this, but WandaVision, Spider-Man Three, and Doctor Strange Two are all supposed to be like an arc. Like that's going to be a story. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Know that. So, so I think the events. So I think right now, at the end of WandaVision, she's going to tear a hole in the multiverse. I oh. think that's a pretty probable theory. Mm-hmm. And then we see that we begin to see the fallout of that in Spider-Man Three with Electro and Doctor Octopus and a ton of other villains uh, from previous Spider-Man movies coming back. Well, maybe even Toby and Andrew. And then, you know, because we, we know Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man Three as well. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, we see the fallout of Wanda tearing open the multiverse in Spider-Man Three, and then Doctor Strange resolves that in Doctor Strange Two, which is titled Multiverse of Madness. That is. A- well, I like I think you're on to something there. Yeah. That's be something. I mean, I I hope that's what happens. Because isn't the uh, uh, the Tesseract, which is how Wanda and Quicksilver got their powers, right? And the same thing that Vision has uh, is like the Space Stone. Oh uh, no, no, no. Thing? the Mind Stone. Oh, the Mind Stone. Because Hydra got Loki's scepter after the Battle of New York, so they experimented on Wanda and Pietro. And then when the Avengers stole back the scepter at the beginning of Avengers Two. They put it into Vision. Uh, what's this? The Space Stone. What was That's that? That's the Tesseract. Again? That's the Tesseract. Oh, that was the Tesseract. Okay. Because mm. I had a theory, but now it's completely void. But, like, since Wanda got her powers from the Space Stone, which she didn't, uh, she could therefore tear space apart, and then multiverse would happen. Mm. That actually is a good theory. So, do you think they're going to go the X-Men route with Wanda? I mean, because it's very possible. You know, you know, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are the children of Magneto. Oh yeah. So do you think like there's a chance that they that uh that she's the first mutant and possibly when she breaks open the hole in the multiverse, it activates the mutant gene. Oh, I oh, it could be. I mean, that would be heavy if yeah. that happened. And in an interview recently, Elizabeth Olsen said that there is a Luke Skywalker-level cameo at the end of the show, or somewhere throughout the show. I don't think she was talking about Evan Peters, because, mm-hmm. you know, to people who have seen the X-Men movies, yeah, that's a huge deal, but it's yeah. not Luke Skywalker-level. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be. So, and Doctor Strange, I think, will probably appear sometime throughout the sh- at, the, at the end, because uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in Doctor Strange 2. Uh, I did not know but, that. What if it's Michael Fassbender as Magneto? I think that 
that would probably be the Luke Skywalker thing. It might be like, you know, even though obviously Magneto is nowhere in the popularity level as uh, Magneto, but yeah, I think get, getting another actor from the X Men universe, you know, I, like I said, I don't think Evan Peters is playing Quicksilver. I think he's like disguised right now. Mm-hmm. But if we actually got an actor from the X Men, and we got Michael Fassbender as Magneto, obviously aged up a little because you know ages and stuff. He's like fifty, and yeah. Scarlet Witch is supposed to be like thirty. 29 so mm-hmm. you know put a little makeup on michael fassbender and you got an excellent magneto right there i totally 100 percent agree i like michael mm-hmm. whatever yeah i think i really liked his magneto i think honestly if i'm being 100 percent honest that james mcavoy and michael fassbender were better than patrick stewart and ian mckellen <gasps> i mean I yeah know. kind of it, it kind of i think they also got more time to shine mm-hmm you know, Ian McKellen only appeared in four movies, and he's not really the focus of them. Yeah. He's He kind of, like, just comes in and out. Yeah, he's... But uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto was always a big presence mm-hmm. in all four movies he showed up in. Yeah. So I just... Yeah, I, I preferred his take on Magneto, and I think the Professor Rexes are definitely closer, but it's just more that, you know, James McAvoy was more the star of the trilogy in the past or the movies in the past because the, the ones in the the 2000s trilogy always focused on wolverine always that is 100 accurate and then days of future past also focused on wolverine but i'd argue the movie's focus was actually split between professor x and wolverine i say yeah yeah and then you know first class apocalypse and dark phoenix also had a lot of professor x mm-hmm. you know x in the last stand literally kills him halfway through the movie Oh, yeah. your camera just turned green. Whoa. How did that do you, happen? Do, do you see that? I see the green on your face, but I did not see green on my camera. Okay, turn off your camera. Turn it off, got it. I did it. Turn it back but, on. Like on. You're still green. It's still green? How does that even happen? I don't even know. Okay, we're just going to look past that. Yeah, you can try again, but... Mm-hmm wonder what's happening this is interesting there's this is a never lot happened. yeah there's a lot of theories on this show still green now do you see me as green or do you only see yourself i i see myself and you and i don't see any green on my screen oh that's weird okay i'm gonna like i I'll never mind i'm not gonna spam it because then you're gonna get blind no no time. it's fine just turn it back on we'll All disregard right. the green disregard green but there's so many theories as to how this show could play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I have no clue. Usually, if I'm, like, sitting in the theater watching a superhero movie play out, it's not that hard to piece together what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Lots of superhero movies tend to follow a very formulaic layout. Mm-hmm. Especially origin story movies. Person gets powers. They have to learn those... They have to learn to master those powers. Find someone with similar powers. Defeat the person with similar powers. Yeah. That's almost always how it goes. Shazam. Yeah, Shazam. Uh, Man of Steel, Captain America, the first Avenger, because Red Skulls like took a mutated version of the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. Iron Man, the Incredible Hulk, yeah. Ant Man, like so many of them. Like I-, I could go on and on forever, but 
Mm-hmm. This is so unlike anything we have ever seen. This is about two Avengers living in a sitcom yeah. where one of them is already dead. It's definitely a lot weirder than... Oh, you're back. <gasps> it's it's refreshing. Oh. It's... Weird. And I think... People, we were like, we're so desperate for superhero content in 2020, but I actually think this show would not have, this, this show would not be as great as it is if it came out sometime in the middle of 2020. I think we had that like year and a half long break. Yeah. And that's what allows us to be so invested in this immediately. Mm-hmm. Definitely a marketing plan. Oh, yeah. I mean, they could not have predicted the pandemic, but... Mm-hmm. I think it honestly for the TV shows at least it worked out in their favor. Yeah, because now it's like there's nothing going on, and then mm-hmm. episodes release every week, and like mm-hmm. if you just leave it on somewhat of a cliffhanger, people are gonna get more and more hyped. The weekly release strategy, uh, strategy is the future, one hundred percent. Yeah, I love it so much. Because mm-hmm. I, I think you know Netflix is the only streaming service left that does the all at once. Yeah, I don't really like the all at once because it I've works better. Over Kai. Mm-hmm. It works better for some shows, like Stranger Things, for sure. I think mm-hmm. that definitely benefits off of the immediately. But when you're telling these stories like The Mandalorian, WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, all, and everything else that's going to come out eventually on Disney+, Plus, it's going to be mm-hmm. better for them to do the weekly. Because it's going to keep people invested, and it's going to keep people talking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, The Witcher. The Witcher on Netflix... I haven't seen The Witcher. It, The Mandalorian reminds me of it in, because I read uh, The Witcher book, the first one, mm. but I haven't read any other ones. But oh, the book? Oh, yeah. They were books. The guy the who... The books were based off the game. Or, no, the or, books no, the game, for... the ga- Yeah, the game is based off the book. And they based a show off the book as well. Yeah. Wow. And the, the guy who wrote the book didn't want any partake in the game, so he really? told them to cut the name from the game and he mm-hmm. lost on like 30 million dollars or something like that whoa i feel bad what's the name that. of the book uh believe the first one is called something about swords no that's the second one i haven't started that one yet second one's called sword of destiny the first one mm-hmm. oh the first one's called the last wish and oh. basically follows season one of mm-hmm. the witcher but mm-hmm. it follows this path of like going from thing to thing but like having an overall main story mm-hmm. and i honestly don't mind that the mandalorian you know took does on the episodic scene. yeah it's like yeah because it not only builds a character like better i feel like because like you see him in all these different situations and mm-hmm. just oh, get a better grasp of them but the way netflix did it by releasing all the episodes at once made it so that you just couldn't really grasp the whole world and yeah. it was just over before it was too good i think the mandalorian has done the best at world building for star wars out of any project we've ever seen oh yeah out of any movie any show the mandalorian when it comes to expanding the universe has done the best job by far mm-hmm. and it's because we take that episodic route it's not it's not like the the witcher or stranger things or cobra kai or any netflix shows where it's one story over 10 episodes that you're supposed to watch yeah. all, like, all at once. It's an 8 episode season with episodes that tell their own story but also contribute to a greater narrative. Exactly. And I think that's 
one of the reasons the show is so great. It's beautiful. It. I feel like George Lucas, he messed up by remaking the first three movies. Yeah, the special editions. My grandparents have the original on like mm. VHS or whatever it's called. Mm. And I watched them over at their house and like there's parts in the new ones where he cut out like dialogue that would have given Han, Leia, and Luke yeah. so much more character depth and I would have cared about them mm-hmm. so much more. Like, but he just took it out. Yeah, the special editions literally make Greedo shoot first. Yeah. The or the best thing it does is it fixes the color of the lightsabers. Oh yeah. Because they're like borderline white in the in the theatrical editions. Mm-hmm. But he definitely did a good job at making them actually seem blue. Yeah. In the special editions. Now speaking of Star Wars and books, I'm reading the current the newest Star Wars book, Light of the Jedi. It's this new era called the High Republic. I don't know if you've seen anything about it. The Lucasfilm Publishing is now focusing on the High Republic, which was like 200 years before the prequels. I think I've so, heard about this. Yeah, thing. so like they they start they started it last month in January, and every few months they're going to put out a new book, and there's going to be a comic series as well, all dedicated to telling the story of how the Jedi were like this great order dedicated to keeping peace in the galaxy. To who we see them in the prequels, where they're corrupt and they only care about their public image, and they, they just want they just want to be glorified. Yeah. And yeah, That's... it's Light of the Jedi is excellent so far. I would thoroughly recommend checking it out if you're interested. That is insane. Because, like, me and my dad were talking about the prequels, and he was saying something like, Yoda is the dumbest man I've ever met. Because he he was sitting right next to the uh, the most evilest human being mm-hmm. in the universe. And, like, Mace Windu it just seems so, like... I can handle this kind of thing. I think the point of Mace Windu was to show everything that was wrong with the Jedi. Yeah. That was definitely, like, he was the symbol of their arrogance, and he was one of the reasons that their downfall was caused. Like, the, de- the decisions, the bad decisions the Jedi made were almost symbolized through him. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a huge problem with Yoda in the prequels, because... I don't blame him for not realizing Palpatine was the Sith, the Sith Lord because that just shows how pow- how powerful Palpatine is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. I love Star Wars. Like anyone who knows that about anyone who knows me knows I care about it more than anything else on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> I watch the movies, but actually, have I done? I read one Star Wars book Wait, actually because my. It was something with an alien on the cover. Was it Legends it was, or Canon? I think it might have been Legends oh, because I have not watched, it is from uh, what's it called? My mom's brothers love to read the Star Wars books. Mm. They had like all of the ones, oh, nice. so it was definitely it was before I was born. These books were made, so so yeah, definitely I guess, Legends. Yeah, definitely Legends. It was it was interesting, but like it was kind of weird to me because mm. like. Han had kids, or well, he has kids now, and like yeah, the... but he only has Ben. He has like yeah, Jason not... and Jaina, I think. Yeah, it's like it's weird. Yeah, and, like, Luke has kids, or man, I mean, Legends was it had some really good things about it, but it also had mm-hmm. some terrible things. Example: yeah. a, a clone of Luke being made named Luke L U U K E. That was real. Uh, Han Solo punching a space otter, like uh, that. You know, well, 
from a perspective, that's the greatest thing to come out of Legends. Yes. It's literally Han Solo fights a 50-foot-tall otter. That is stupid and amazing at the yeah. same time. Legends Legends definitely has some really good things, but it made some really stupid decisions yeah. as well, which I think they are, they're trying to avoid now because, like, back then, if you wanted to write a Star Wars book, you could write a Star Wars book. Mm-hmm. Now they have, like, like, a select team of authors uh, who write these stories used to used to usually further what's being done in the movies and shows or to just create their own story instead of just kind of existing like they did in legends yeah because all of, like the legend books are written by different people mm-hmm. and like different takes mm-hmm. so it was kind of definitely hard to follow along what was going on in the book yeah i'm i'm interested in what that book was if you ever find figure out which one it was I'll find it. There's like a gigantic container of, I think it was not even half of all of their Star Wars books. Jeez. They had. It was, oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. Very interesting. How did we even get to the topic of Star Wars? Uh, through a long line of chaos. That is, that's true. That's like, that's how everything's going to go on the show, I feel. It is. A long line of chaos, but I'm here for it. So, <laughs> I was about to say speaking of chaos and then go on to a different topic, but... Oh, no, continue, continue, continue. Oh, I don't even know what I was going to say. All right. But I was going to say something. So, I, I, any other thoughts on WandaVision? Like, as, as I predicted before we started recording, we did not talk about it that much. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have... Hmm. I did have kind of a couple... Mm-hmm. Like, so, the fourth episode was the one where she had... Oh, no, thir- I think it was third. Third episode is the one where we lost uh, Geraldine, but we didn't know why yes. she was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like, the neighbor that was next to the... Uh, Herb? What, what was her name? Yeah, Herb. Yes. So, what, like, Herb is definitely acting as well. Yeah, all, all of them because oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, and also, did you notice in episode four that when they were identifying all of the people in the show, Agnes did not have an ID next to her. They do not know who she is. Oh my god! Which so she for, she's which leads be further something. into the theory that she's Agatha Harkness. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they don't even know who Jeff is because he's never shown up. Oh, Ralph. Oh, that's my mm, bad. No, all good, all good. But you mean Angus's husband, right? Yeah. Yeah. The husband. I'll just call him husband from now. Yeah. On. No, I again. I think he's gonna be the villain, and I think he's, there's some. Yeah. Pr- there's a lot of evidence leading to that if you look in the fine details of the show. Hmm. But it's uh, I think somehow Wanda created this thing, and then they found her, and then inserted themselves into the world, possibly or something. I don't know. No, I think she just walked into this town. And just, I mean, she's the most powerful hero in the MCU. I don't think that's really up for debate. Yeah. So she could, she, I think she just walked into this town and turned it right into the 50s. Like, without mm-hmm. these people having any clue. Oh, so you think that they were already there? Like, the two yes, villain people? I do. And now they're just there? Well, oh, no. Okay, I think they might have had a part. I think they might have been manipulating her even before she entered Westview. Like, all the normal civilians, I think, even though they're acting, 
they are definitely residents of the town in the real world who mm-hmm. just lost all control of their lives by, because Wanda wants to live her life. And did you notice in episode 5, her Sokovian accent came through uh, when she was talking to the people of S.W.O.R.D.? Oh, yeah, I did notice that. I was like, that's so weird. Because if you noticed, as the movies have gone on, they they just, like, threw out her accent after Civil War. Like, yeah. it was very heavy in, in Age of Ultron. It lightened by Civil War, and then it was just gone in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But now it's back. So. What happened? I think it could just have been... Uh, the people at Marvel realizing it is not realistic to have someone lose their accent that quickly. Let's just throw it back mm. in there a little bit to make sure yeah. it's not completely thrown off. Do you think the, like the, what's it called? The TV show kind of world is messing with her accent because she doesn't have an accent inside the TV. Well, I think, does she? no, I think that's like her dream American life. So she's uh. acting all American. No, my theory, so we've seen in the trailer, we're gonna eventually get flashbacks to how she got her powers. Uh, we've seen her, like, interacting with the Mind Stone, like, mm-hmm. like in, in the clothes that she was dressed in at the post credit scene of the Winter Soldier, where she was introduced. So I think we're gonna see flashbacks to her and Pietro's time with Hydra, and I think, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson will appear as Quicksilver in those flashbacks. And we're going to see how they got their powers. And I also, I think that's where her connection to sitcoms will develop. Because they were, te- they were technically prisoners. So yeah. what if, like, their only source of entertainment was old American sitcoms? That is very, I was thinking kind of like that mm. because of, like, the old uh, commercials yes, and, like, commercials ads too. and stuff. So I think the commercials are building, are, like, bringing us forward into time. And we're already at Lagos, which was Civil War. So, I think next episode will be will be something about Thanos. And then, I think, well, we're already in the 80s for the sitcoms. And it, it only goes up to the 2000s. So, we only have yeah. two, like, sitcom episodes left. So, my guess is next episode's going to have something to do with uh, Thanos. Like, his just his presence. And then the yeah. last sitcom episode is going to be about how she, like, about... No, okay, never mind. 90s commercial is going to be about her having to destroy Vision, like the Mind Stone at the end of Infinity War. And then the last commercial mm-hmm. is going to be about how she nearly killed Thanos in Endgame. That, I think that yeah. makes sense. But mm-hmm. And then I think 8 what? and 9 is just going to be madness. Like, the last two episodes yeah. are just going to be insanity. Because, you know, we already know Vision's already onto her. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. Evan Peters just walked in the room as Quicksilver. Uh, she's already... A sword is already instigating her. So, mm-hmm. I think we only have two more episodes left of the sitcom... The sitcoms before everything just is, blows up. That is so sad. I know. It's it's nine episodes. Like Nine episodes even seem so little. But, like, if that's more than The Mandalorian... And Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, those are all going to be six episodes. What? Yeah, no. six hour, six hour long episodes. Oh, so cool. yeah, so I'm okay. talking like the thirty minutes we have here. It's going to be like fifty minute long, fifty minutes long, six six times. And if you oh. noticed, episode five was far longer than four, three, two, and one. It was forty one minutes with uh, with the credits. 
So we're definitely like expanding the time slots as we continue. So mm-hmm. I'm going to guess episodes like 8 and 9 are going to be nearly an hour long. Do you think that has to also do with like how the TV shows got longer? Or did TV shows get longer later? Yeah, no, sitcoms are still 20 minutes, but you know, we have lots of drama shows are an hour. Oh, so you think it's going to turn more into like a drama? Maybe. I, was, I actually wasn't really show. thinking that. Well, we, it kind of already is. Yeah. We, uh, especially the stuff going on at Sword is very drama. So it comes mm-hmm. off more like a drama show. And then as that kind of combines with Westview, the show's just going to... Explode. Mm-hmm. Go into madness, and then Doctor Multi- Strange is The multiverse of madness. Yeah. I wonder... Wait... Is there a girl version of Doctor Strange? There might be in the comics. I don't think so. I want like a Doctor Strange mini, like a Robin to a Batman. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Scarlet Witch is also a magic-based superhero. So she could become like his apprentice throughout the movie. Or, my theory, she's the villain in Doctor Strange too. That's just what I'm thinking now, because the way she's been behaving in this... We can assume that beha- that behavior is only going to keep going, and it's going to grow and grow and grow, until she becomes mm-hmm. like one of the most powerful villains, and then she Anakin. becomes one of the villains of Doctor Strange too. Because the the comic that they drew the most inspiration from for this show is called House of M. It was oh, this. She creates her own reality for herself, where she has kids. She finds out it's fake. She goes insane. And the Avengers and the X-Men and, like, some of the villains have to try and stop her. Whoa. It's a, hu- it's a huge event. I haven't Jeez. read it, but I plan on reading it very soon. And whenever Kevin Feige talked about this show when it was first being introduced, he said how this is our chance at doing House of M. So, and in House of M, characters who played very large roles were Quicksilver and Magneto. Quicksilver is showing up now with Evan Peters, and I still think Aaron Taylor Johnson will show up later. But that leaves Magneto. Mm-hmm. Who's he gonna be? I don't know. Where's he gonna be? But at the same be? time, even though I really want Magneto to show up, it feels too early to talk for the X-Men. Considering like, the Fox merger just went through. Oh, yeah. So, so, I mean, they were able to get Quicksilver in. Because in the descriptive audio of WandaVision Episode 5, it says... Wanda swings open the door and sees the X-Men version of her brother. So, like, they are hint- they they are making everyone know this was X-Men Quicksilver. But I don't know, like, mm-hmm. how far they're going to go with that. Because I think they're going to prioritize Fantastic Four, obviously. Because uh, mm-hmm. they've just been done so wrong so many times in movies. So I think they're, they're going to focus yeah. on Fantastic Four. And then after they have their movie, that's when they'll start doing stuff with Mutants. But I won't be shocked if we meet a few mutants before the X-Men take their arrival. Yeah, he's definitely, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, it feels, I feel, I get the yeah. tension. I feel like it. Who, who, now, who do you, who do you want to play Magneto? Do you think they should go for Fastbender, or do you think they should bring in someone new? I think, uh, good old Michael mm-hmm. from 300. Yeah. Now, it, I, want to see, I want to see Michael Fassbender, too. But if they were to recast, I think Matthew McConaughey could be a really good uh, 
Magneto. Who is Matthew? You don't know Matthew McConaughey. That might be my bad. I'll look him up right now. Uh, I actually haven't seen him in a ton of stuff. Interstellar is the... (gasps) Oh, no. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I I think he could do a really good job playing Magneto. Or Mm -hmm. uh, he'd be a pretty... He'd be a really good Norman Osborn as well. Oh, yeah. He definitely got... And his voice, too. He has just a certain way that he speaks... That can become off so menacing if you were to play like a villain like Magneto or Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's. De- I feel like they gotta get him in here soon. Mm-hmm. He's later. a huge. He's he's a huge actor, and the fact that they haven't already gotten him, I, mean, I feel like he would be down to join. Like, you know, there's some like high caliber actors who think they're too good for superhero movies. No way. There, there are a good amount of actors who think that. But I don't think Matthew McConaughey is one of those actors, and I think it's only a matter of time until he joins the MCU in some form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't be the bank teller from Batman: The Dark Knight anymore. Wait, that was him? I'm pretty sure that was him, like the guy with the shotgun. I I don't think that was him, but it, it actually it could have been. Let, let me let me look that up. When I'm seeing him right now. All I think about. I know you're talking about, but I thought that guy was the guy who was in like Teenage Mutant and the Ninja Turtles live action movie. Oh wait, you might. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about—the guy who played Shredder in the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yes, that is. Okay, yeah, Matthew McConaughey was not the I just checked it. Okay, uh, guy with shotgun. The dark. Who was that guy? Let me check that. Man, I'm getting actors messed up right now. Played by William Fitchner. No idea. Let me look up. Yes, th- that's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles guy. I was right. Yes. Mm. Have you seen that movie? I have. Uh, not seen a, not a fan. Not a fan. What happens if in DC they put the Ninja Turtles in? It's happening. That would once. be hilarious. Like just put Ben Affleck's Batman. Just drop Ben Affleck in. into the world of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just put a joke inside of a joke. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Think... Did you just call Ben Affleck's Batman a joke? Um, never. I okay, would never good. do that. Even though he wasn't in the best movies, he actually, I think he had a really good portrayal. Yeah, I think he was pretty mm-hmm. good at it. Uh, the whole Martha scene kind of got me off guard. We, we don't speak of that. <laughs> I mean, speaking of DC, I'm very excited for Zack Snyder's Justice League got coming to HBO Max on March 18th. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Is that going to have Darkseid yeah. in it? They're going all out with that. It's gonna... rated R, Darkseid, Martian Manhunter. Yes. Uh, Yeah. They're really... I mean, that was a movie there. It's just so crazy how the Justice League we got was so terrible. And all this stuff was mm-hmm. already here. And they just said, what if we reshoot the whole thing? Like, yeah. You know what? Gets on my nerves. But I think we're near wrap time, unfortunately. I think, yes. That was a great first episode of the show. That is, if you don't like this, you're dead. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. John, what do you got to say? Um, I love my mom. Uh... What do you say at the end of a podcast? Plug our social medias. Oh, yeah. um, go follow us on Instagram, Diving Deep. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, is that, uh, is that diving what it's deep I'm pretty sure that's pod. That's our Instagram, Understand. and I think that's our Twitter as well. It is. It is we diving hope. deep underscore pod Instagram and Twitter. Drop us some follows right there. Drop the follow, mm-hmm. people. You know you want to. <laughs> you mm-hmm. love us. And you can follow us on our normal Twitter accounts as well. I'm at Scotty O365, and John is at John Bird 35165518. Remember that. <laughs> it autoed. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been Scotty. He's been John. John, anything else I to say? Been. At all? No. Uh, been a great first episode talking about WandaVision as well as a ton of other things and we'll see you guys next week when we talk about whatever we decide we're going to talk about see you in the next one everybody